This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the line with us now, Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin, co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Dante DiVincenzo, our guest tomorrow night. Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. 60 wins, baby. How, are how about that? Did you think uh, that they had a shot at that at the beginning of the season? You know, because Coach Bud in his first year with Atlanta won 60 games, I feel like a lot of people kind of, and myself included, jokingly said, oh, well, first year in Milwaukee, I guess we'll win 60 games. And no, I did not think I was, I was definitely not serious. And I don't think after last season that you would have thought there could have been this big a jump. But here we are. Do you, um, no, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, you're resting everybody against Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, just because the Bucks obviously can't move, and there's really no reason for Oklahoma City to to uh, be playing all of their guys and making it that kind of game. So I do think that you know both teams are going to be in a situation where the playoffs are what is what they're looking at, and if that's the case, unless it's a rhythm thing, and there's a guy like we've heard Giannis say, "Hey, I can't just sit these games. I want to play." I need to have that rhythm. Maybe if there's a guy that says, I want to go out there and play, that would be the case. But I would guess it's going to be uh, low minutes if any if the main guys do, and my guess would be a lot of the guys do rest. Um, the win yesterday, how impressive was that win? You know, you weren't sure, the same as you were just asking about who was going to play, you weren't sure who was going to play in that game. But you know, coming off that Philly game, that was – a statement game, and then it was Brooklyn. And Coach Bud was not happy against Brooklyn the way that the Bucks finished the game defensively, and he's been all about consistent defensive effort regardless of if Giannis plays or whoever plays. And so I think you saw there was a response to that like they've done all year. Uh, whenever they have a poor ending or a poor quarter, they come out and they respond. And you saw against Atlanta, you know, Giannis plays. It's pretty much a regular lineup, and you know, they came out and they got the job done. And Look, it was, I think, more about getting to that 60-win mark than anything. No, they didn't really care, but I feel like once the game started, the fans kind of feel like everybody wanted there to be, uh, hey, the Milwaukee Bucks won 60 games this year just because it, it doesn't give you an award or a trophy or anything, but it speaks to, I think, what the whole year has been. And they kind of let that one have slipped away, which, you know, there were some come, comebacks by Atlanta. would have been a bummer, so it was awesome to just see them close it out and put a nice little cap on top of the season. Do you – well, let me ask you this. How how healthy is this team going into the postseason? I think if – I think the Bucks are as healthy as any team out there at this point. If you think you're going to play, you know, 81, 82 games after the Oklahoma City game and not be – banged up or some guys not be dealing with some things then they haven't been going about it the right way and for a team to be the number one team in the nba i mean there's been guys who have played through things throughout the year sacrifices that have been made in terms of playing more minutes than they than a guy wants sometimes or less than a guy wants so you know but i do think that this group 
is in as good a situation as any team out there going into the playoffs because they have not played crazy minutes. They don't have any uh, lingering crazy guys are going to be out uh, injuries for too long. And they've also shown that their, their bench is a bench that can come in and give depth if guys do need to rest or do need a little bit of time to get right. Um, and so I think that that combination, it, it makes for if the Bucks are in trouble at all, everybody else is in more trouble. The uh, the Giannis, uh, there was a, the athletic players poll said that uh, they felt that Harden was the MVP. Uh, now, I guess it was an anonymous players poll, but nevertheless, do players give you the sense that uh, that Harden with the scoring prowess and the numbers that he's put up and what he's done this season, that he should be, be the MVP? Look, I'd be lying to you if I told you I wasn't biased, so I'll tell you that first of all. But I also think with the MVP debate, look, I'm not saying James Harden isn't the MVP, but I am telling you that Giannis is the MVP. <laughs> so, you know, an anonymous poll amongst players, I'd love to know if you took it today after that Philly game, after the Bucks have won 60 games, after the Milwaukee Bucks have the best record, are the best team in the whole NBA, I'd like to know on the last day what that poll looks like because, in my mind, both, both these guys have had unbelievable years, but unbelievable in different categories. I really mean that. I think if there was a big, shiny trophy given to the highest-scoring, most points scored in a season – award at the end of the year given to James Harden this year for scoring the most points, it would be a no-brainer that Giannis was the MVP because everyone would go, well, yeah, Harden scored the most points. He gets that award. But Giannis is the MVP. And we can go, I could go on and on and why I think why. But I do think that in terms of what the MVP represents, team, elevating your group, how, how good you individually have been, all the things that go into it as a season, what the MVP represents, I do think that Giannis, he stands out, and I think he will win it because of that. Uh, the guys that have stepped up after the injury, I mean, Bledsoe is a guy that I think really has, has come on strong. You've seen just about everybody else contribute. Pat Connaughton the other night played extremely well and gave you solid minutes. Every We, we talk about this all the time, but is there just is there something to be said for guys getting injured and then – you know, I'm not being able to play, and then other guys getting valuable minutes specifically as you head into the postseason. Yeah, it, it's been great to see all year how the, the Bucks bench has stepped up. And, I mean, really, it's almost even hard to say bench at this point. It's almost like you're just talking about depth because Pat Connaughton has started games. Tony Snell, Sterling Brown, D.J. Wilson. I mean, there, there's all these guys that have had starting opportunities and starting minutes and have given great performances now. So, you know, I do think the NBA is full of guys who, when the opportunity calls, they are ready, and they come in and they perform. I mean, you saw last night the Atlanta Hawks without Trey Young, without John Collins. You go, oh, my gosh, the Bucks are going to win by 30. They're playing Giannis and, and, and Bledsoe and all these guys. You know, so you're going, they're going to cook these guys. And it ends up being a pretty close game. And so I think that shows even for the Atlanta Hawks, they have guys on their bench that are NBA players that are ready to step up, and I think the Bucks really have been maybe the best team in the league in terms of giving guys opportunities and those guys taking advantage. DJ Wilson, Pat Connaughton, those guys are going to play important minutes in the playoffs because of it. I uh, really like what DJ Wilson's uh, been doing, you know, 
uh, in his playing time. He's had some really solid minutes. You know, and again, I, you can put uh, point to any specific instance in a game in which somebody came up with something big. Connington the other day. I like the fact that he goes down with the ankle injury, gets up, looks down the bench. He smiles at Giannis as if to say, look, if you can do it, I'll do it. And then he goes down, walks it off, and comes back in. That, would, to me, was like the epitome of what – remember when they were telling us uh, about the kind of the one-for-all, all-for-one mentality and that Giannis is that leader, that guy that grabs everybody and says, let's go to the gym? And he was telling you and I about that whole story of going over after a game in which it was late at night and they all walk into the gym. I, I got the sense that he looked at Giannis and, and Giannis kind of gave him the nod like, you, you can do this. You know, hey, if it's not killing you, stay out there. And I like the fact that Connaughton smiled and stayed out there and continued to play. That, to me, was the epitome of what this team's about. Oh, it sure is. And it's leadership, like you were just saying. I mean, it's, it's Giannis putting in the extra work. It's Giannis having that edge in the locker room before the game and the guys seeing it on his face. Instead of him being in there messing around, joking, being goofy, he is a focused guy who when he turns his ankle goes i put in too much work it matters too much to me for me to go up oh, i tweak my ankle i'm going to go sit on the bench if he has to he will but he's going to fight through everything he can and then when the next guy goes down when he tweaks his ankle he knows look i i gotta fall in line i gotta do the same thing and so i think you know the, the performance that that Giannis puts on every night is spectacular but you know his leadership under coach bud um, has has taken a, a huge leap this year, and, and I think you, you see it in, in every game. Um, talking with Steve Novak, host of the uh, basket, Milwaukee Basketball Hour, so Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. Coach Bud, uh, we talk so much about motivation, about the way he does things. Does coaching become different in your experience when you were back with Pop? Does it become different in the in the postseason? You know, it does. It does, especially because it's so honed in on who you're playing. You're playing them up to seven times. And, you know, beating a team one time is absolutely different than beating a team four times. So what you know may work or might be kind of a, hey, we're going to try this fun defense because we know we can surprise them in the second half. Well, you're not going to be able to surprise them in game two, three, and four. So it does become a different approach about what schemes will win you a long series, not necessarily, hey, we're going to go to a, surprise zone in the second half and they're going to have no idea really you've got to have some tricks up your sleeve some things to throw them off and take away whoever you play what they do best but you really have to have a scheme that is locked into taking away what they do best that could be consistent and you can't fool anybody in the playoffs you have to be better than the team you're playing you have to be able to do it night in and night out and then when the other team adjusts to what you're doing then you have to be able to have another level to you and I think that's what makes it different is it's not one game against one team and then the next night is a, another team with another scheme. This is a, an entrenched battle of up to seven games where you have to find new levels, where there's a, it's, it's, it becomes about a man-on-man toughness mentality. And so, look, you've got your habits and you've got your offensive plays and your defensive schemes, but there's a level of toughness that this Bucks team has shown this year that I think is, is perhaps going to be their best trait in the playoffs. Uh, before I let you go, so coming into this first round, probably without Malcolm Brogdon, probably without Miritich, because you know even if he comes back, he's not going to be able to get right back into the flow of things. Uh, I don't want to say do you see problems with this this matchup in any way, shape, or form, no matter who it is they play. But that being said, um, should this, without those guys, be somewhat of a lock for the Milwaukee Bucks to get through? You know, I think 
I think you just in the playoffs you can you can't take anything for granted. I mean, you just know after watching this entire season that the Eastern Conference is legit. I mean, that these teams that are battling it out for that eighth spot, whether it's Charlotte or Detroit or or uh, Miami at this point, it's like we've seen the Bucks play these teams and they've played the Bucks well. And and like we just said, that it becomes a new season if you can find something as a team to take away what the other team's biggest strength is, the series can become a problem. Now, the Bucks have been 20 more wins than, than these, these eight-seed teams, so they've proven they're a better team. But, you know, you just can't take it for granted. I don't think anything is a lock at this point, but the Bucks, if there's any team that's shown that they can win a first-round series, it, it is them. Good stuff as always, Steve. Looking forward to tomorrow night down at the, the Iron Horse Hotel. We will see you there. It should be a lot of fun, buddy. Looking forward to it. We'll see you tomorrow night. All right, pal. There you go. Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst and Fox Sports Wisconsin co-host in the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. And not much to talk about going into tomorrow or going into this uh, game against Oklahoma City. Just get it done. Get it done. Try to stay as healthy as possible and get yourself ready for the postseason. And with or without these guys, you should be able to lock it down. Excitement for this Milwaukee Bucks basketball team. A lot of excitement. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.